Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. A remarkable day here in Washington tonight. A powerful U.S. senator accused of taking lavish bribes and using his position and influence for personal gain. The new stunning details. Here are tonight's headlines. Senator Robert Menendez and his wife charged with corruption. Prosecutors say they found nearly $500,000 of cash in his home, stuffed in envelopes and clothing, plus the gold bars and luxury vehicle. Here are three kilograms of gold, together worth approximately $150,000. We're tracking tropical storm Ophelia as it barrels up the East Coast. With strong winds and heavy rain, how it will impact your weekend plans. More auto workers walk out on the job and onto the picket line. What we're learning tonight about the investigation into that deadly bus crash involving a high school marching band as the NTSB arrives on the scene. Migrant crossings at the U.S. southern border have risen to near record levels this month. As thousands continue to make the dangerous journey to the U.S. border, communities on this side say their resources are stretched thin. We're hearing audio of a 911 call in South Carolina after a U.S. Marine pilot ejected from an F-35 fighter jet Sunday, leaving the plane to fly on autopilot until they crashed. I'm sorry, what happened? I'm the pilot. We need to get uh, rescue rolling. I'm not sure where the airplane is. If you have a Costco mattress, listen up. About 48,000 mattresses sold at Costco are now under recall after customers reported mold growing on them. And an out-of-this-world discovery is the first U.S. sample of an asteroid heads to Earth.
morning and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. And we begin with the shocking new details in the federal indictment of a powerful U.S. senator. And tonight, the calls for New Jersey's Bob Menendez to resign are growing, including from the governor of his state and from his own party, who say the three-term senator needs to step down immediately. A grand jury indicted the Democratic senator and his wife on three counts of conspiracy to commit bribery, extortion and fraud in a case alleging he aided a foreign government and New Jersey businessmen. The 39-page indictment just unsealed today is astonishing in its scope. Prosecutors found hundreds of thousands of dollars inside the lawmaker's house with cash stuffed in his congressional jacket with his name on it, and then these gold bars that were wrapped in paper towels. In a statement, Menendez denies any wrongdoing. This is his second indictment in 10 years, which is believed to be the first time in American history that a sitting U.S. senator has been indicted on two separate criminal cases. CBS's Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill with all of the details. Scott, I've read through this indictment. The charges here, the accusations are stunning in their detail. And they are rocking Capitol Hill, Nora. The senator faces prosecution and calls from inside his own party to resign, accused of leveraging his powerful seat here at the Senate to enrich himself. The indictment against New Jersey Democrat Robert Menendez and his wife alleges vast corruption, trading political favors with three New Jersey businessmen in exchange for riches. Federal agents say when they raided the family home last summer, they found $100,000 worth of gold bars, $480,000 in cash, some stuffed in envelopes found in a jacket bearing Menendez's name. And outside in the driveway, a $60,000 Mercedes-Benz convertible, allegedly given to them by one of the businessmen he helped. The indictment says agents discovered a Google search by Menendez asking how much is one kilo of gold worth? The senator and his wife accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars of bribes in exchange for Senator Menendez using his power and influence to protect and to enrich those businessmen. Prosecutors allege Menendez wielded his Senate Foreign Relations Committee chairmanship to help one of the businessmen, American-Egyptian Will Hanna, secure a lucrative contract in Egypt and helped Hanna get sensitive information about the U.S. Embassy in Cairo, which was ultimately shared with the Egyptian government. They say the scheme started in 2018, just months after a mistrial was declared in a prior corruption case Menendez was involved in. I've made my share of mistakes, but my mistakes were never a crime. The new indictment details the involvement of Menendez's wife, Lebanese-born Nadine Arslanian, whom he married in 2020 after 10 months of dating. The senator is seen here serenading her at India's Taj Mahal These hands could hold before proposing. Arslanian is accused of taking a no-show job with Hana, who allegedly had close ties to Egyptian intelligence. And according to the indictment, Hana, in a text message to an Egyptian general, referred to Menendez as our man. The 69-year-old senator, who will temporarily step aside from his role as committee chairman, blasted the charges, saying the excesses of these prosecutors is apparent. They have misrepresented the normal work of a congressional office. And on top of that, they have attacked my wife. Congressional ethics watchdog Noah Bookbinder. No matter the outcome of this case, no matter the party, you think this damages public trust? Corruption in any party, any part of the ideological spectrum is damaging to the American people's faith in government. The indictment could complicate Democrats' attempts to hold on to their slim Senate majority next year. Menendez himself is up for re-election, hasn't announced any plans to resign his seat. It would be New Jersey's governor, Phil Murphy, who would declare his replacement, Nora. Scott McFarland, thank you.
Well, tonight there's some breaking news as parts of the East Coast are preparing for heavy rains, strong winds and flooding with tropical storm Ophelia forming in the Atlantic. Beaches in North Carolina and Virginia are already seeing dangerous surf and rip currents. For more, let's bring in meteorologist Alex Wilson from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Alex. Good evening, Nora. Ophelia set to make a mess of a lot of folks' weekends. As of the latest update, we now have hurricane watches in addition to tropical storm warnings across sections of the Carolina and Virginia coastline, expecting heavy rain as well. Some areas could see three to five inches of rainfall. We look at the wind advisories also to account for the wind gust potential. High wind warnings closer to the coast, so falling trees will definitely be a concern. Power outage is possible. Storm surge, an issue as well, four to six feet along portions of the North Carolina coast. Then we've got coastal flood watches, coastal flood warnings, and coastal flood advisories. Because of the rainfall potential, flood watches in effect for parts of North Carolina and Virginia. And Nora, the heaviest rain begins to advance in tonight, continues tomorrow, all the way through Monday. Back to you. Alex, thank you. Tonight, the unprecedented strike against Detroit's big three automakers is expanding after the companies failed to make progress in negotiations. And then late today, President Biden said he will travel to Michigan on Tuesday to join the picket line and stand in solidarity with the men and women of the UAW. CBS's Chris Van Cleve continues his reporting from Michigan. Across 20 states, coast to coast, approximately 5,600 more auto workers walked off the job at 38 parts distribution centers belonging to General Motors and Chrysler parent Stellantis as their union expanded its week-long strike against the big three. Our stand-up strike strategy is designed to do one thing, win record contracts after years of record profits. Nelter Brantley joined the strike today. I hope it doesn't last long. Um, we're out here for a reason, and I hope that they hear our reason um, and just, you know, meet us halfway. Shutting down parts distribution means consumers may soon feel the impact of the strike as car dealers run out of parts for repairs. They're regarded as cash cows for the companies. Wayne State University business professor Merrick Masters. It affects customer relations, and the union wants to have an impact on the companies where it will be most keenly felt, and they know that they are dependent on their customer base. Already on strike are nearly 13,000 union employees at three Midwest plants. General Motors called the expanded walkout unnecessary and criticized a series of leaked messages obtained by the Detroit News, apparently from a senior UAW official saying the union aimed to inflict operational chaos, adding, if we can keep them wounded for months, they don't know what to do, and they're still helpless to stop it. Stellantis tells CBS News it now questions if the UAW ever had an interest in reaching an agreement in a timely manner. Union President Sean Fain dismissed those messages essentially as strategic planning. The union did not expand its strike against Ford today, saying they'd made real progress, finding agreement on things like cost of living and job protections, but the two sides remain far apart when it comes to pay. Nora? Chris Van Cleve, thank you. Tonight, federal investigators are at the scene of that horrific bus crash on a New York interstate. The charter bus was carrying high school kids to band camp yesterday when it overturned and crashed 50 feet down on an embankment. The band director and a retired volunteer were killed and several students were critically hurt. CBS's Errol Barnett has the new details. Tonight, investigators are focusing on how a potential tire blowout could have caused this coach bus to roll over down an embankment, killing two. 
As a result of the crash, multiple occupants were ejected from the motor coach and two received fatal injuries. It left a horrific and chaotic scene Thursday afternoon along I-84, about a two-hour's drive northwest of New York City. New York State Trooper Jason Lewis witnessed the aftermath. It was mayhem. It was a very horrendous, tragic accident just by viewing it before I even got down to the scene. The bus involved was leading a caravan of six en route to a band camp weekend in Greeley, Pennsylvania, shuttling 40 members of the Farmingdale Long Island High School band and four adults. Numerous children scattered around, uh, the crying, you know, asking for the parents, just as I would do with my two children. I aided to them, I cared for them, tried to calm them down. Killed in the crash, their 43-year-old band director, Gina Palatier, and volunteer chaperone, 77-year-old Beatrice Ferrari. Palatier was a single mother who was being remembered for her dedication to her students and music. She made school fun, she made life entertaining, and... She brought a lot of joy to a lot of people, whether they were in the band or not. Ferrari was a retired history teacher who looked forward to this trip every year. She was a mom, a grandmother, um, my mother-in-law. She was like a mom to me. Now investigators hope to learn more once they interview the bus driver. That hasn't happened yet. And Nora, it's unclear if any of the students were even able to wear seatbelts. Carol Barnett, thank you so much. Tonight, for the first time, we are hearing a dramatic 911 call after that $100 million F-35 fighter jet crashed in South Carolina last weekend. The caller, the pilot who ejected, and the man whose backyard he landed in. CBS's David Martin is following the investigation from the Pentagon. The case of the missing F-35 began in the backyard of this house in North Charleston, South Carolina with a hard-to-believe 911 call. I guess we got a pilot at our house, and he says he got ejected, so he ejected from the plane. I'm sorry, what happened? We got a pilot in the house, and I guess he landed in my backyard, and we were trying to see if we could get an ambulance to the house, please. The pilot had no idea where his $100 million airplane had gone. We had a military jet crash. I'm the pilot. I'm not sure where the airplane is. It would have crash-landed somewhere. Has there been a report of an airplane crash? I have not seen any come up yet. Ma'am, I'm a pilot in a military aircraft, and I ejected, so I just rode a parachute down to the ground. Where had the plane gone? Local law enforcement didn't have a clue. We did not have any crash information, and the pilot lost sight of it on his way down due to the weather. No crash information because the plane kept flying for about 60 miles after the pilot punched out. How far did he fall? I was at 2,000 feet. Okay, and what caused the fall? An aircraft failure. Retired Marine Dave Burke used to fly the F-35. What are the types of aircraft failures that could force a pilot to punch out but allow the plane to keep flying? This had to be something along the lines of a massive electronic or flight control failure. When the 911 operator asked the pilot if he was injured, he said his back hurt, no doubt, from the force of the ejection. He is 47 years old, and the Marines say he has decades of flying experience. Nora? That 911 operator got quite the call. David Martin, thank you. Well, now to the crisis at the southern border. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has ordered more buses to the cities of Eagle Pass and El Paso to send more migrants north. 
to Democratic-run cities amid the surge in asylum seekers. CBS's Manuel Bohorquez reports daily migrant crossings have nearly doubled from just a few months ago. They arrive by any means necessary, on top of trains, pulled from under barbed wire, or across the Rio Grande, sometimes with deadly consequences. The strain of more than 8,000 a day. Crossing the border is moving north to cities like San Antonio, where overflowing shelters mean some migrants sleep outside. Migrants that we have encountered here in this area are trying to evade arrest. We rode along with Customs and Border Protection agents who say they've conducted more than 500 rescues in the El Paso sector over the last year. Migrants often left in bad shape by cartels. These uh, migrants have been walking for a little while. So our agents' response at that time, in that moment, was crucial because they were lost. The majority of the migrants are from Venezuela, which is a country with very limited diplomatic ties with the United States. What does that mean? Well, it's not as easy to deport or repatriate people. That poses other challenges, says Ruben Garcia, who runs an El Paso shelter. If they get released by Border Patrol and you ask them, do you have a family member, relative, friend in the U.S. that can receive you, many of them do not. Desiree Pastra, Francisco Araujo, and their two girls are among the lucky ones who have a relative in Houston they'll stay with. But the month-long journey has left them physically and emotionally scarred. You're feeling a lot. But they do not qualify for the temporary legal status being offered by the Biden administration to some Venezuelan migrants because they did not enter the country before July 31st. Nora Tomorrow, the head of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, is set to visit the border. All right, Manny Bajorquez, thank you. Turning now to the war in Ukraine and the fight over the U.S. funding of weapons. Fears over corruption have some House Republicans demanding more oversight, while some hardliners want to cut aid entirely. CBS's Holly Williams takes a look at how billions of dollars are being tracked inside Ukraine for this Sunday's 60 Minutes. Alexandra Ustinova was an anti-corruption activist and is now an outspoken member of Ukraine's parliament. She chairs a government commission that tracks all military aid coming to Ukraine. These javelins provided by the United States. She filmed this video for us inside what she called a top-secret warehouse, storing American javelin anti-tank missiles. We have online databases with the serial numbers of every American piece of weapon that your embassy has access to. They can come, type in, let's say, a javelin or a HIMARS and see in which brigade it is and then go check it if they don't believe. So the U.S. officials are going to the front line. We are letting them. Sometimes they, they may be sending people. Sometimes they are going to, to the logistics centers to see whether it is there or not, whether it's available. And you can see Holly Williams' full report on 60 Minutes this Sunday. Tonight, officials in Florida are investigating what they believe is a deadly alligator attack. We've got those details next. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. 
Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Tonight, officials in Largo, Florida, are investigating a suspected alligator attack. Video from the scene shows a 10-foot alligator near a puddle of blood. Police say a body was found in the area. The victim has not been identified. Tonight, there's important health news about a new vaccine to help expectant mothers protect their infants from a serious illness. That's next. In tonight's Health Watch, breaking news, the CDC has just approved Pfizer's new vaccine aimed at protecting infants from the respiratory illness, RSV. The shot now available in some places is recommended for moms who are 32 to 36 weeks pregnant. Health officials say in the first six months after birth, the vaccine can reduce a baby's risk of RSV hospitalization by 57 percent. Now, this consumer alert, nearly 50,000 mattresses sold exclusively at Costco are being recalled because of possible mold exposure. Federal regulators say that Novaform Comfort Grand 14-inch and then the Novaform DreamAway 8-inch mattresses may have been exposed to water and developed mold after being packaged. More than 500 people have reported mold on their mattresses. They were sold between January and June of this year. Customers are advised to contact the manufacturer for a refund or replacement. A NASA capsule will return to Earth this weekend along with a passenger that's more than 4 billion years old. We'll explain next. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Finally tonight, parts of a large asteroid will crash into a Utah desert this weekend. But don't worry, it's all part of a NASA mission. A small NASA spacecraft carrying about a half a pound of rocks and space dust from the asteroid Bennu will touch down Sunday morning around 10.55 Eastern Time. It will complete the final stage of a seven-year, four-billion-mile journey and is the largest sample of an asteroid ever collected from space. That's pretty cool. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night and have a great weekend. 
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>